Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to the Urban Pitch Podcast, the beautiful game of life. Today we have two musicians in the house. Most of you guys will probably recognize Jez Dior, grunge rap artist. He was here. Actually, our first initial guest. Yeah. Right? So I, I was the one to break it. The one to break it, it in. Break it in. Break that. Yeah, right? what up? And round two. Round two to kind of catch us up on what you've been up to. And then also, we have up and coming artists as well, 12 a.m. Yes, we uh, do. Yeah, welcome. From Canada. From Canada. Funeral Crew's first signee. There it is. Really? Yeah. All right, tell us about that. How, how, what's, is it like the uh, mentor, protege, we got like the Eminem kind of 50 cent situation going on? What's, tell yeah. you know, sort tell of, us what's going yeah. on. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's crazy you <laughs> said that, because, well, actually, you guys knew I, I grew up on M and 50 like crazy, but, bro, I swear we were like, the same kid yeah, mm. like we were like the same kid like he loved G-Unit just like I did okay he loved M just like I did like we both wore stupid do-rags yeah like we I, had to, like, I had to I had to add the like, spinning chain mm. I bought it at like uh it was called Bayshore it was a shopping mall mm-hmm. and I when I got that I was freaking out so mm-hmm. I definitely <laughs> wanted to be 50 cent I know it, it couldn't happen but right I tried because you're yeah because you're a uh, white kid from yeah, Toronto, yeah. right? And I, yeah, I just, I've never been shot. <laughs> we both, right? both times, yeah. We both wanted to be 50. Okay. Um, so he's the first signing? The first signee to Funeral Crew. Um, okay. Basically, last year, early last year, was it last year or 2015? Yeah, it was two years. So uh, about two years ago, uh, he had reached out to our boy Wes Period. Um, who did some production for me because he liked the sound, right? Yeah, I, I then, like I liked the music a lot before mm-hmm. I even knew these guys. So I was like, I made music in Toronto by myself, and uh, I was just like, man, I really just want to like work with some people that I really like mess with. Like I really like their music. So I hit up Wes, just sent him an email. I was like, hey man, uh, I make music. Here's some stuff. Maybe you want to hop on a Skype call and we can we can make some stuff. So I just sent him one song and he reproduced it and it mm-hmm. sounded crazy. I mean, it's not, it, it's like old, so it's, it, I don't think it's going to come out, but it's like the first thing we did. And then Wes showed jazz and he really liked it. And mm-hmm. then just went from there. Like I flew up and then met everyone. And then, and then uh, we put out one song on SoundCloud called Couple Pills. And that was the first time I had a song out and the first time he was on the song with me. Mm-hmm. And it just, it just did fucking awesome on, on the internet. So, mm-hmm. uh, and then, then he wanted to make it official. So then we, we did that and then you guys are just recently off your european tour together right yeah which was crazy definitely definitely stories from that yeah it was it was fun it was it was exhausting Mm -hmm. it was exhausting but it was fun as shit right um and for his first tour ever to be able to go out to europe and do that shit and play shows out there was pretty amazing yeah. experience what what cities uh stand out in your guys' mind that really uh you guys had an enjoyable time (laughs) you go uh my favorite city Amsterdam. 12 like Amsterdam, yeah. Really? Yeah, okay, like we'll get to why you like Amsterdam. <laughs> yeah. but, but, you know, what, what um, cities did you enjoy? Uh, I enjoyed, uh, I liked the sushi in Finland. Mm. <laughs> sushi in Finland. <laughs> I liked, I liked uh, Hamburg was really tight. Germany was, oh, you, what was, Germany the one, was crazy. What, Glasgow? Were they just Oh, Glasgow crazy? was yeah. nuts. Bro. Scotland's was tight. A lot of energy from the crowd? Yeah, Glasgow. Glasgow. Yeah. They were like doing this crazy ass Scottish chant. Yeah, like like, it was like everybody less, in the less crowd go. was like, less yeah, it was go, yeah. crazy. Build it up for us. So, what was the venue there? You know, what was so, the average crowd like? And what was it? Average five hundred or something like that? I'd say more. Yeah, actually, yeah, well, we played some out. shows. That it's were, like a popular bar like, lounge. What is this? Yeah. How, how do you fit five hundred people? Yeah, what kind of we, venue was this? It was like bigger than the Roxy. So, if okay. you're talking about stuff in LA, it was like 
like the so it was anywhere from 500 to like 1300 so okay. it was, they were all yeah. over the place and how, how many cities was this again 23 shows i think yeah, right. 23 shows i think 16 different countries i played i played like two festival dates in germany before the tour even mm -hmm. started so I, I ended up playing like five shows in germany or something like that because we did the two festival dates mm -hmm. then we had a tour date in hamburg then we did munich and cologne mm -hmm. and then yeah bro we were in so many countries it was crazy i don't even know yeah when i when i came home they were like well, where'd you go and i was like I got a list. Let me pull it out. Yeah, it's, it's like it's crazy. It's yeah. wild. Okay, so Amsterdam was your favorite location? Yeah, uh, mostly because we had a day off too. So mm -hmm. like we didn't oh, really yeah. have yeah a lot of days off. And then right. it was one place I've always wanted to go. And then to be there, uh, especially for music, was I mean insane. So, right. but it was cool just to see. I mean, there's so many there's so many bikes. There's so many like lakes and stuff. So twelve it, almost got killed by bikers. Like yeah, they're just every biking second. everywhere and they're super fast. They're mm -hmm. as fast as these cars out there. It's crazy. It's mm -hmm. <laughs> wild. Like mm -hmm. they need speed limits or something. But no, it was it's it's awesome. And then I actually had a friend who lived there too. Mm. So he he came out. He came to the show and he showed me around and showed me like the downtown area and some other spots. So definitely Amsterdam was. Paris was not what I thought it was gonna be. Paris. Yeah, I, I was yeah. I was expecting Paris to be like this like romantic ass mm. uh like sure i don't know the yeah, way the way everyone french kiss the, the way everyone and, thinks right? in paris right okay we pulled into paris bro it was, was it was the craziest thing i swear mm. the traffic was like india mm. like people going every which way it doesn't matter no rules on the streets we were like um in this pile up basically of cars uh, trying to get off the freeway and get to the venue and there's like gypsies banging on the window everywhere mm. like trying to get yeah that money. was the craziest part like yeah like 10 year old kids and and i was like oh my god i didn't know i didn't know paris was like that so that was, it was wild like 10 year old in. kids trying to fuck you it's crazy not yeah. like not like that but <laughs> that's actually right, right. but like yeah. but like yeah. they're like they do this thing where they put like a red bracelet mm. on your wrist okay and then they'll start like they'll start screaming at you for money and mm. if you don't give them money like the little kids will start screaming rape mm. it's like yeah. it's really gnarly it's really wow. crazy that happened to ben it did yeah, yeah. okay so, so what's the red bracelet all about that's the mark it's or just like or? a thing like they'll walk up to you like sweet little kids yeah and they'll just be like like oh we, we have these bracelets yeah, or like whatever in, in parisian what, what are they speaking and they'll just like get that shit I on see. your wrist. So that's the uh, that's the item in, item, and then you know yeah. you, you owe them money. But they'll now, just like put it on you, and then they'll start screaming money, five dollars, five dollars, five dollars. Okay. And then like Ben was like, I don't, you yeah, know, like, he yeah. didn't have any whatever the hell they took in. in but frame. definitely, um, when we entered, it was crazy. But after the show, we actually went out with some some really cool people who came to the show and who, okay. who loved jazz and loved uh, my music, mm. and they showed us uh, around Paris. Oh, yeah, and they took us to like some hill. I don't know where you had to get. You had to like get on a train it's or a really like yeah it's a really famous place i we're terrible with this i don't know what yeah, it's yeah, called exactly. but it's like it like overlooks the whole city and that part was really cool yeah that was insane the initial paris thing was like wow this is not what i thought it was gonna be yeah and after the show i think we stayed up till like 5 a.m or something yeah like, and then like, and then we woke up and and then went to the eiffel tower so we got okay. to see that too which was crazy and then I had like the best crepes in my life i mean i had so many crepes mm. everywhere love crepes. it's the best best place to get crepes for sure because you can get them in toronto like they're they're pretty big in montreal mm -hmm. but definitely paris was the was the best all right so what about your guys's music so is there a lot of uh synergy there the the genre that you 
reside in is pretty unique and i know yeah. you're expanding your artistry and it's, yeah you know you start off with grunge rap i know yeah. and you know you've expanded since then mm-hmm. is uh, you know what kind of music and what are you guys into what what style so i think we fit each other pretty nicely like like if you heard a couple pills or the other song we have die for this there's definitely a big contrast in our voices but it, it fits yeah like i do more i guess uh r&b i would say mm. um but still that like the dark darkness that he has in his music mm-hmm. um but i i sing like very like uh like a, in a high range uh like a light and then he's got that like that grunge low voice so right. that's what i think a lot of people really liked about the records that we did is like that really contrast from like light <laughs> anytime i say about mm-hmm. he goes crazy about, thinks i'm boot. saying a boot. A boot. there's no way i'm saying that i can hear my head when you right when now. you say it when you're like just talking normal you you say a Okay, we're gonna run it back, and I'm gonna see if <laughs> I <laughs> that shit. But uh, yeah, it's like I, the light voice, and and then him, you know, rapping and going in, and, and it really works. So. And his whole aesthetic and everything that, like, from promo pictures to cover art and artwork and everything, it, it all really fits perfectly with Funeral Crew. So yeah, that was another reason to you know push the brand forward and everything. So it worked out really well. Um, and yeah, with my music, I'm still doing like definitely heavy heavily influenced by guitars and everything on this new album and and there's guitars on on a lot of it um but it's less grungy than than the old stuff okay but definitely we'll have a few songs on there for for everyone who loves that stuff are you guys are you guys independent artists yeah okay both of us yeah so what what is what is your goal in the immediate future are you trying to get signed by a label or well you know I put 12 is so new so so we're trying to yeah. figure out exactly what what we want to do and, and see what the future holds for okay. him right now it's just about building and, and mm. garnering new fans and everything for him um, I've had the opportunity to sign to a major label right. more you know a lot um, okay. it's 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 always been something that scared me mm. a lot because I've gone into numerous meetings with label presidents mm. and come very very close to actually putting pen to paper with them mm-hmm. um, only to find out like days before signing a deal that that everything they say basically is not what they plan to do with my project based on like looking at the contract <clears throat> carefully or how, um, how so just like finding things out like there was a situation uh i don't want to say any names but i was literally like two days away from signing the deal and we found out that they like had plans to change my name uh change the sound um sent me a single uh, that they said that this was going to be what we're moving forward with for you that I didn't write at all or mm-hmm. anything to do with my music and didn't sound like anything I like. So it's just like I'm in a really cool place right now where I'm able to do all this stuff without a label and, you know, we're able to fund music videos and, and do cool stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So And I think that's the lane right now. Yeah. Like a lot of people are doing that right now. Like if the opportunity comes around um, <clears throat> again and it's something that I'm comfortable with, definitely an option you know i'm always open to listening but right now we're we're, we're pretty comfortable in, in our place that we're at and okay. you look at artists like chance the rapper who's really pushing through and he's nominated for grammys now and he's on the radio and stuff like that mm-hmm. and he's pulling in the cake like he yeah. has no label behind him so okay. it's like and he's got full control and he can do what he loves right. yeah you know? yeah i think that's one big thing advantage about uh, not being assigned to a major label is the fact that you have your independent control yeah mm-hmm. what what are your thoughts on how nowadays and it's probably both good and bad, but there's a lot of independent artists out there. They use the power of social media and internet, yeah. YouTube, SoundCloud, and all that to really get their name out there. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, based on their initial hit song that has a lot of hype behind it, yeah. these uh, record labels come after them 
and really woo them. Uh, do you think this, you know, do you, that whole situation that's happening out there, do you think that's a good thing or not a good thing? Well, it depends. Um, and it really like a big, big thing with major labels mm -hmm. is like who your A&R is. Like if they're signing you off of a White Iverson or a Caroline, like say from, um, I don't know how to say his name, Amine or Amine, you know that song? Yeah. Um, no. Like if you well, if you just have a massive hit and they're signing you off of that, it's very very important that your A and R really believes in everything yeah. about you and the mm -hmm. full project and and the longevity of your career because mm -hmm. you can go in there and and I'm trying to think of a good example, but the, I mean there's so many one hit wonders. Yeah, I mean, turned up. there's just so many one hit wonders, and that's because the foundation wasn't there and the team wasn't there, you know. So and then and then a lot of time too, if you don't have like the leverage, they can just sign you. And you could, you know, get a little money up front, but then you don't see anything in return. Yeah. Okay. And they own everything. So. But then you see situations like, like, I know the dude who signed Post Malone and, and mm -hmm. he really believed in everything else that he was doing and not just that White Iverson song. So they had that massive hit and then now he's doing really well. And his album just came out and he's got dope features on it and mm -hmm. they, they support it. So it's just like. I think, I think too, if you're really talented, it's hard to be like a one hit wonder. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like yeah. Post Malone can play guitar, he can do bunch of different types of music so uh, they they definitely and he had he, he had the white iverson hit but he also had other hits too like more internet hits like too young was so big too before the label so he 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 was gonna do well regardless right so. yeah so it just really depends on your situation and and i mean how you've built your team around you and and your support system and your foundation, you know. Right. So. Okay, so let's talk about your team then. So yeah. you're, you guys are independent, yep. right? And you're, you're not uh, <clears throat> uh, beholden to any record label. How do you, yep. how do you go about logistically the things like what you guys just came off of your European tour? Uh, who, you know, how do you have all these uh, so dates booked and the I logistics have, and the transportation, the hotels? Yeah. I mean, it sounds fun, and I want to go into it. So how, yeah. who's handling all that? Um, so my management team is great. Um, they've been with me from the very beginning of everything. Um, I it's kind of a crazy story. I was in, I put out this, uh, the video for Candles, like my first thing I ever put out. And I was in like all these major record labels like three days later. And <clears throat> from a label, a, a label A&R referred me to a booking agent. And I had a booking agent within the same week I put out uh, the first record. And then that booking agent referred me to Tyler and Kevin, my managers. Mm -hmm. um, and so I had management almost immediately and they've been with me from the beginning and now they got an artist nominated for like best new artist at the Grammys. They got Anderson Park and they're just like mm -hmm. killing it and, and they've been great. Um, we have, so, so for like all the tour stuff, I have a really dope booking agent here and uh, a European team. Okay. Um, so they're giving you like a, a uh, so they're saying, hey, we're going to set this thing up for a European tour, right? And they're yeah. giving you all the dates and basically you just got to show up and, and perform and, yeah, and hit ba basic, it. Basically, yeah, basically, um, yeah, that's how it works. I mean, between them and my management, they figure out transportation and, mm. and hotels. So we're not sleeping on the street right. and, and getting us everywhere and drivers and everything. Um, and then on the music side, we have empire uh for distribution mm -hmm. so we we set that deal up and they're distributing 12 as well now he just signed uh for distribution with them <clears throat> and they did anderson pock and they did uh drum yeah. who uh has broccoli out right now and okay. killing it that's a huge record um so there's all these ways for an independent yeah. artist um to you know if 
if the music's there and people believe in it, there there are definitely ways to do it without yeah. having to sign your life away to a major label. Right. And that's like what you know. That's what famous like that's what would made Macklemore kind of famous mm-hmm. was uh, the fact that he was indie, mm-hmm. but his records were getting played everywhere, and that's because yeah. he had a really good distribution deal. Mm. So uh, that's definitely like a really cool new wave that you can do, especially when you have the resources nowadays to make hit records in your in your in your room in your in your home studio or whatever because. Yeah. Just the technology's there now, so it's a lot easier to create radio sounding yeah. or great music right. with uh, less of a budget. So, okay, so when you guys are on your European tour and you guys are hitting up these new cities, uh, I guess there's like a two-part question. Number one, are you kind of worried because you have no idea what the reception is going to be like, right? You don't know if there's going to be three people, three hundred people showing, or three thousand people showing. Is there a little well, you, bit of you? You typically know what the pre-sale is, but okay. you don't know who's going to walk up and buy a ticket unless so they, it's sold out. So they tell you in advance, hey, jazz, yeah, you know, we're the promoters, expecting. the promoters okay. will tell. The booking agent, what the mm. pre-sale is, who will then tell my manager, who will then tell me. Okay. Um, so the only thing I was kind of nervous yeah. about was just like, like certain cities was like going out because you don't know what the culture is like. Okay. Yeah. You know? So you're talking about uh, afterwards going out or before or what? Yeah, like either, either. Okay. Like, because you don't know if there's certain things you should know about that. Because like I we... We didn't do our research mm-hmm. on shit. Yeah. Like we just got out there and we're like, let's go, let's right. do it. Like, cultural mean, sensitivity I, kind yeah. of thing. Right? Yeah, you don't want to yeah. make any so, full pause while you're there. It was really cool. Yeah. I think the best part about that whole tour is every single night mm. there'd be kids or, or mm. uh, older people that would want to come out after the show and show mm. us. Mm. So I think that, yeah, yeah, that's that how would, we really that, got that, Yeah, there. that actually was great. So th- there'd be just fans that wanted to like show us around because after every single show we'd go out and and meet people and sign stuff and sell merch and so what's this what does what does this uh entourage makeup look like how many people are we talking Uh, what's the uh this tour was so small it was Mm. it was us us two uh smiles and our driver okay i'm talking about the after party like what does that entourage look like the extended entourage entourage. the extended entourage um uh, it depends on it any given too, night. Because I'm from Toronto, right. so I, when, I, when I come down, <laughs> yeah. I bring at least like two of my friends, and then yeah. I mean, I, I looked, out. I looked at both of your guys' Instagram. I didn't see any too many like uh, after party type uh, videos where I got a sense of like, okay, these guys are at this bar we at 3 a.m. having a crazy like all that was. Pri- I know that's what I'm saying. So yeah, let yeah. us know how that yeah. kind of vibe. No, is. it was. We definitely went out. It was mm. fun. Um, we met all sorts of people, man. We mm-hmm. met. We met all all sorts of people sure um and another thing too is like i think we just wanted to experience it we didn't want to record it or photograph it you know what i mean yeah yeah. to be there yeah you want to be in the moment in the moment in the moment these cities right so then take it in right i think once you get to this level where there's like a hundred thousand people screaming then you know you have a bouncer and he's regulating and he's setting you know okay you eight people can hang out how has it happened for you guys situation you know are you guys just letting it organically happen whoever wants to hang out hey we're mm-hmm. gonna be at this bar or how, kind how of yeah that's kind of yeah. what it was like i mean i think both of us have goals to get to i mean i know both of us have goals to get to that sort of situation where yeah. we're playing stadiums and stuff like that yeah so for now it's like let's cherish this time mm-hmm. and that we have um and be able to, you know, do that. Chill with the fans, like chill mm-hmm. with people. Ask them why they're so intrigued by the music that we make, and like right. really have conversations with these people. You know, all all around the world, sh- showing us their mm-hmm. their exactly. cities and shit. It's like that's amazing. It's amazing to be able to go out and do well, that. Well, especially because I've only been doing this for like eight months. Like mm-hmm. I've been really new. My first song came out for eight months. It's yeah. like to see people in different places of the world know your lyrics and like mm-hmm. know who you are just with a small like amount of time is is crazy so like there was definitely like anyone who wanted to you know take pictures or come out like there would be no other option but to be like of course you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like so it was it was really cool like we're definitely not like 
you know, judging or anything. Like mm-hmm. it was just whoever wants to come out, come out. And they showed us, and yeah. everyone was amazing. There yeah, was everyone showed yeah. us love. It was yeah. so tight. Yeah, except uh, one dude. Oh, one dude. That one crazy. dude. Yeah, yeah, there was okay. one dude. Hater. Um, no, he wasn't a hater. He was just he was just a crazy person. He was wild. <laughs> But I almost fought him, remember? Yeah, you almost fought him. Where were we? Just saying. All right, let's get into that because you're a very calm guy. I'm so chill. calm. Well, yeah, so I'm how, calm. how did that happen? Uh, this man was, was talking, like, was like screaming in our shit. face. After the concert? During and after. During. But he liked so, us, but okay. he was just saying the most. I don't know he, if that guy liked us. Well, he came up to me and he was like, uh, oh, like, yeah, I really liked your music. He liked you, not yeah, me. But he, but he was <laughs> telling me, he was saying like just the most racist and like, uh, offensive just, shit and I just how, had to be how like how do you well okay so how, I was how do you like, get racist to two white guys tell me no 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 he about was, other people oh about yeah, others people. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I was yeah, like I was no I, I can't I don't right. mess with that I'm I not see. talking to you so I just took myself out he, he handled yeah, it a little different I don't know that shit just yeah. Uh, yeah it makes my blood boil so but it ended up being fine yeah. um, our driver we mm. call him Batman Brian he was like the funniest dude ever he, he got us <laughs> fuck up out of there so yeah we were in um where were we what city? Oh, yeah. I don't know. It was like a crazy. It was like the last show, right? It was like one of the last shows. Uh, Zurich? It was Zurich? Maybe it was Zurich. I think it was Zurich, yeah. yeah. It was like some crazy Swiss kid or something. Because we took the photo there. the same. Yeah, we took the yeah, yeah, yeah. photo Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some crazy Swiss kid was just out of his mind. So after the European tour, it sounds like you guys had a great time. Yeah. How is it? Uh, what's your guys' uh, per, uh, personal relationship front? Still intact? Everything's all good and healthy and everything's good? Or? Everything's good. Yeah. Everything's good, yeah. Between us, between um, uh, who, who we opened for too, Wadsky, uh, mm-hmm. he, he was amazing. He killed the, he killed the uh, performance. He actually, mm-hmm. I saw him in Toronto too. Okay. So, uh, I mean, uh, yeah. got mad love for him. We, we like, yeah, we, we built a little, a little family on the tour and yeah. Yeah, smiles, everything good with him. Okay. Working away on the music, right. working on his yeah. EP. I'm actually going back to Europe too. I, I got booked for a show in Copenhagen okay. on the third of February at uh, Arc. So it's gonna be cool to go awesome. back. I mean, it's gonna be really cold, but right. I love Europe, so I'm yeah. stoked for that. I, I got off tour and had to fly. Str- so I flew home the next day. I had to fly straight to New York, and then I was in New York for like a week. And then I got home, and I was like so excited to just be home. And then I had to go like straight to London. Mm. I was in London for almost a month. And so, like, I'm just now, like, getting back into the swing of things. Like, I got back uh, Christmas <laughs> mm. Day or Christmas Eve or yeah. some shit like that. Like, I got back on Christmas Eve. Right. Like, when I landed, I was like, yo, what's up, everybody? Let's go party. And everyone's like, yeah, yeah. And just like, I'm just sleeping, dude. I'm, like, yeah, I'm not I'm just like, I'm, So, I'm, like, still getting back into the swing of things. Okay. And, like, I'm, I'm just, like, I've been a studio rat. I'm just, like, trying to work on the album. All right. Just, like, stay in there. Okay, from a from a fun perspective, I know you're huge into soccer. Yeah. Uh, what what do you what what have you been doing in your downtime after, now that you're back at home? Playing. Playing soccer. Like, yeah, I've, okay. I've I've played like the last four nights in a row. Okay. Um, I'm just trying to like, since the new year, mm. fuck a New Year's resolution. Like my New Year's resolution is to never have those shits again because those mm. shits never work. But I've been trying to be healthy as shit, and I've just okay. been like last night was the first night I drank. Um, and we did the vodka mio. Yeah, so that's the trademark. Like the, the low, the 12 a.m. trademark, low calories. Um, <laughs> so I just been staying healthy, staying in the studio, mm-hmm. playing soccer. Um, where where have you been playing? Indoors, outdoors? Yeah, what? both. Um, okay. Last night I played at Hollywood High. I'm in like a little league there, and then okay. I also have one at, at Fairfax High. Um, and then just playing indoor throughout the week. And tomorrow, with uh, Pat from LAFC. Sure. Shout out, Pat. Um, I have a little FIFA tournament, so it's like 32 people okay. playing. There's a prize and a trophy, so I'm gonna okay. go snatch that up tomorrow. Okay, so you're gonna video games, right? FIFA. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, so you're you're in it. I'm about the game. I'm about right. the game on these hoes. Who who's your uh, who's your team? Inter. 
Inter Milan. That's yeah. who you use on FIFA as well? Yeah, I'm I'm, okay. I'm diehard. I'll kill Barcelona Real Madrid really? Inter, I swear. All right. I'm going in. Okay. Yeah. Don't mess with me and Icardi. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what about you, 12? Um, I'm definitely, I love soccer, but I'm definitely more into basketball. Yep. Uh, I love the Raptors. Okay. Uh, so for fun, I just, you know, play ball with my friends. Okay. Luckily, I have... All my friends play ball like really good, so you know we go out almost every weekend. Uh, and then I also play 2K, NBA 2K. Like I'm just nasty at that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I love, I love, uh, like, you know, hopping on my player and just mm -hmm. like going on the court and stuff. So yeah, I'd say like just basketball and and you know when I'm chilling at home, some PlayStation, just that yeah, low key stuff. Jez takes a little bit of pride in being a, a baller and being good at soccer. How, how good are you at basketball? <laughs> okay, so in in mm -hmm. in real basketball, okay. I can, I'm like I consider okay. myself just a three point specialist. Okay. You know, I stay, <laughs> yeah. I stay over there and I hit it. You didn't it. play. You didn't. Okay, let's not let's let's not perpetuate the the three point white guy shooting in the corner. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but no, but that's like really it is. Okay. Like you're I like the cock like, no, I'm not even gonna try to okay. dunk or whatever. Yeah. You know, you, I don't. know. What's your game the like then? Give us a NBA three and D, three and D, three and D, three point. Okay, give us an NBA player that. He's your game. Yeah, Kyle Korver. Even JJ okay. Reddick. JJ Reddick's too nice with it. He said three and D. Does Kyle Korver even have? It. Yeah, Kyle Korver has some nice D. Yeah, don't, don't, ask okay. Okay. don't ask me. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. So I'd be a Kyle Korver. Um, gotcha. I definitely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I just I should have. But in, but in mm. NBA 2K, no yeah. one can beat me. Really? Like I'm talking like war, like number one player in the world. Come at me. I just don't have the time to play this dude. Like to rank up. But like any rapper, any singer who wants it, you can add me up. We'll go. I wish more rappers play FIFA because I right. swear yeah. on the rapper game there's no no, no one, I'm no one, saying no one on no your level no one's touched me I don't think really? I, I don't think okay. I've no had way. a friend I don't think I've had a friend actually beat me in 2K which is really? great I'll put that on record right now alright so, so we're throwing the challenge out there right yeah, 100%. 2K on, on for 12 and, and yeah. FIFA yeah. right yeah. If, if, I, if I if I get that title tomorrow at the FIFA tournament I'm really saying like nobody's gonna throw the gauntlet down right yeah I was so confident I would I would hit like really popular rappers up on Twitter like I know they're not gonna respond to me but I was like man if you want in 2K. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of people. Yeah, there are a lot of guys yeah. out there that are really into it. Yeah, Yo, so. the game was number one on Madden. That's crazy. Like he was number one in the world. How does he have this that much year? time? That's what I was wondering. How do you play someone? You got to play like four games. Was? games. Who was the game? The like, game was really. The game he was yeah. number one. Number one this year. Wow. Like yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's crazy. You I don't know like how to hundred million games yeah, just like, to be number four. What are you doing, JC? I'm gonna go make some music. Exactly. Where's that new album? So you're you're 22. Yeah, 22. 22 years old. Okay. How were you like in high school? Um, high school, I was yeah. like, because <laughs> it's I was not that long really, ago, I was right? Actually, I was actually a big guy. I was really fat. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, so I was like a chubby little chubby kid, guy. but okay. I was funny. So <laughs> you got Biggie laughing. About, you see the pictures; they're, right. they're fucking wild. Okay. But uh, yeah, um, <laughs> so you're a swan. Yeah. So, right. but but I mean, generally, like, I, yeah. people liked me because I was funny. I, you know, I was okay. really nice Canadian. So, so you're nice. the the chubby funny guy, chubby, cracking funny jokes. Guy, yeah. and, okay, he was actually, a rapper. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, so, and you rapped yeah, at the in high school. Yeah. So okay. they call me they call me Doobie Small. My last name's Doobie. They call me Doobie. I mean, I didn't really know if they were making fun of me or they were feeling the rap. I think it was like the other one. Not Biggie Smalls, but Doobie Smalls. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, so. Uh, I would I would make music and I would just record in my bedroom. Um, so I've always been like just wanting to make music. Okay. And uh, I would I would do rap though. It'd be like really yeah. inspirational, like Eminem type rap. Wanted to yeah. change the world at 16. But uh, yeah, that was cool. I actually like one of my songs got on like a radio station in Ottawa. That was that was awesome. And okay. then um, yeah. And then I went to and then I moved to Toronto for uh, a university. Mm. And then started focusing more on singing. And then yeah, we we put out. And then I put made the project uh okay. 12 a.m and then yeah so that's so what. so what age were you starting to really get into music 
I, I don't yeah. need, I, since I can remember walking, like okay. I've just always been like, there's always been music around. Like grew up on like Motown. My okay. mom loves Stevie wonder, uh, Jackson five, all that. Um, and then I think really when I wanted to start making it is when I heard the Marshall Mathers LP. Okay. And that I remember having it and the first time I listened to it and right. it like, blew my mind. I didn't even know what he was saying. Cause it was so fast yeah, and yeah. like, it just, it just changed it. So, okay. uh, I really was like influenced by Eminem and just people mm. who could like control like a ton of people on stage you right. know what i mean and just everybody's like moving so ever since then i wanted to rap i was i've been writing rap since i was in like kindergarten and poetry and stuff like that okay so, so in elementary school you were starting to write lyrics down and yeah write. yeah okay. but it was always like gangster rap because that's what that's i was I, but i didn't know how to I how does, know. i'm telling you right. we're the same kids. yeah like it was it's always like, like i would writing. write stuff that yeah. it wasn't about me but sure, that's all sure. i listened to sure. you know what i mean so it was crazy. like uh slim jesus Right. Yeah, basically that. Yeah, my rap. I think I was the I was original that, Slim Jesus. Slim Jesus. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. right yeah, you're you're writing gangster rap, yeah. but you're well, first grade, second grade, first grade, yeah, like high yeah. school, and like, you're growing yeah. up in Toronto, like in a decent neighborhood in Ottawa. I in grew Ottawa. up in Ottawa. Okay. Yeah, uh, but it was yeah, it's great. House. Well, yeah, you weren't living yeah. in a hood in no, Ottawa. My parents were okay. awesome. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't. So then, I shouldn't have been talking about that. For right. Sure, so what kind of what kind of gangster lyrics are you writing as an elementary school student? I mean, just in whatever, just whatever, like whatever. Fifty yeah. in June, it was so okay. Yeah. I was rapping about the, like holding Glocks and shit. I was mm. out of my mind. Okay. And I was like. 12 yeah exactly like yeah, i was yeah. a 12 year old from yeah. suburbia well you got you got like you know when you when you listen to music you, you get influenced by it but yeah. uh, i think it's when like uh i got into high school mm -hmm. and i kind of was like oh, oh i can't be looking like this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> i had to change up so. yeah and I, yeah i did the change up my okay. first rap name was skittle instead skittle. of eminem that's it was crazy. skittle yeah. that's oh. crazy right mine okay. was prototype <laughs> prototype yeah i get the i get the eminem skittle connection so what's the stupid. prototype i just thought i was well like i've been i used to love poetry too so i was okay. like so metaphorical and like prototype is like the beginning of something new and mm. i was like this is it right this did you did you name. spell it differently or i probably spelled it wrong i was so young okay. i probably didn't even know how right. to spell it inadvertently made it looking cool right with no, the way you spell it yeah but no, that's not it. But uh, yeah, that was my first name. <laughs> okay, so I'm kind of getting a picture of how you were in high school. Did you have uh, girlfriends in high school? Uh, yeah, you did. Uh, not a lot. Okay, but I had, <laughs> I had one. Okay. Actually, I'm still with her too. You're still so, with her too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. So yeah, good. we uh, we've been good now. Um, yeah. but in high school, I didn't have like too many girlfriends. I, you know, I just I wasn't like that. I was really shy until, right. you know, I kind of lost the weight, got in shape, and started singing. And I kind of got yeah. a little bit of confidence, but Good. for the most part, I was like a shy dude. I see. So you were yeah. shy in high school. I mean, not like I wasn't shy into towards like talking to people, but it okay. was girls like that was with girls shy. you were. Okay. Yeah. Were you into sports at all? Like, did you play on the team? Oh, in high I love sports. I mean, okay. uh, I d I didn't play in high school, but mm. uh, I loved watching sports. I loved okay. playing with my friends and stuff. But no, okay. I never played in high school. Okay. Yeah. So you're still with your high school sweetheart to this day, then? Yeah. Good. Yeah. Right. So, and everything's all intact after the European tour. You guys are all still good, right? You're still good with your girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, we're good. We're good. great. Yeah. We're actually in a good place right now. Yeah. Okay. And you're exactly. still still right? good. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's it's obviously hard, you know, mm. traveling all the time, but yeah, we're good. Yeah. What's she oh. saying about you going back to uh, Denmark, right? You see that? Um, I mean, I'm only gonna be there for like three or four days, but okay. um, yeah, it's not a it's not a place. She's really cool. So okay. Yeah. You guys are here, and well, Jez lives here in LA. You're here for a little bit, right? Yeah, uh, I'm here. I was I landed on the fourth, was it? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, the fourth. This uh, <laughs> guy's like, I wasn't even there. Uh, fourth, and then I'm I'm staying till twenty uh, first. For work, for pleasure, both. Uh, for work, yeah. I got a, I got a lot of meetings. Uh, I've been okay. recording like the next project, like the first project's done. Um, recording the next project, uh, having some meetings, uh, getting a, a video done down here with mm -hmm. a super talented director. So. 
It's gonna be good. Work, 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 work. Yeah. Okay. Yep. No fun. I mean, it's always fun though in LA. <coughs> right. It's right. always something to do. So con- compare the 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 entertainment, the nightlife, because uh, you right now you live in Toronto, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. And how's LA been like? What are some of the spots that you've been able to visit? For people that are in Canada and other countries. Black, you gotta go to black. Gotta go to black, right? Because we know that's the number one spot, right? Always gotta go to black. If you come to LA, you gotta go to black. Hollywood bar, right? Yeah, hit me up and then I'll hit Jez up because he's (laughs) really (laughs) kind. All right. (laughs) So, okay. So that's the Jez uh, Jez and Smiles influence, right? Yeah. Are there any other places that you've been to other Um, than black? Let me think. Oh, we went to No Vacancy. You got to go to No Vacancy because okay. you... Have you been there? No, what's that about? Actually, I'm not even going to tell you because I, I want everybody who hasn't been there to watch what happens when to, you walk in. To experience it yeah. on their own. It's a bar, but it's, a bar. it's the craziest entrance to a bar you'll okay. ever see. I mean, I, I didn't even think... like I thought I was in the wrong space. I was, mm. I was spooked out. Okay. But then you walk <laughs> you walk in and it's crazy. Yeah, I'll take you there. I, okay. I don't want to ruin like the surprise because sure. it's really funny taking people there for the first time. All right. But yeah, yeah it's, that's a good bar. It's like loungies. Yeah, um, and it, it's crazy because LA has a bunch of like vegan food, and I, I'm not mm-hmm. even vegan, but the vegan places here are crazy. We just went to Gratitude Cafe Gratitude, okay. and you don't even order food. You just the food has like a thing, and mm-hmm. then you have to go like I am, and then oh yeah, 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 yeah. Did you enjoy the food though? The food was amazing. The food was good, yeah, even though it, you're not a vegan, and it was amazing. Though. Well, vegans are upgrading every year. Like mm-hmm. I can't tell the difference now. <laughs> vegans it's, are going yeah, up. They're, they're mm-hmm. super saying so they're four up. now. Vegans are stepping up their game. Yeah, so you can eat. It's crazy. Like they'll have shit on the menu that's like the Grateful Bowl or, or like mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. Like I, and then you have to be like I am grateful, and he's like okay, and then he gets that's you how order. you like order it, and then they give you a topic to say so the topic that we had so they give you a topic for whoever you're sitting with and they're like all right so what's perfect about your life and then that's how you start the conversation so it's cool it's definitely like a new way of just enjoying going out for dinner or lunch or breakfast or whatever it is okay have you guys had a chance to uh go out uh in la and uh, meet some interesting characters because uh, you know la has a lot every of different night. people right every yeah. night yeah Did, toronto's not like that uh toronto's not really like it no I, like i meet the most interesting people in ubers uber drivers are the, mm. the most interesting people because okay. they're always uh always got like a business going so it's yeah. actually a great networking tool but sometimes they're i really swear crazy. they're hustling every uber driver <laughs> in la is a fucking rapper yeah. or right. something it is crazy interesting because uber crazy. as an uber driver that's like their side hustle yeah right? so exactly. they're actually pursuing something else yeah. a lot of that and it's probably a good side hustle right it allows oh, you yeah. to Bro, make money people on uber make yeah. a lot of money mm-hmm. like if that if it's surging or like on a holiday or something right right Get you cake. Can cake out. Crazy, right. yeah. So you guys are uh, taking Uber everywhere you go in LA, right? Yeah, I don't even have a car. You don't have a car. Yeah. I, I mean, I think actually today Biggie drove us. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but when Biggie's not around, we're Ubering. I think okay. Biggie's the coolest dude in in LA. Really? I think that's a fact. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this guy's crazy. He actually he had my back too because mm-hmm. we were in Hollywood three nights ago yep. and uh, some home or some homeless guy asked uh, for a cigarette and I said, Yeah, of course, man. Uh, mm-hmm. You can have kills. And I didn't know. I guess he didn't. That's not a, a, a popular brand. Okay, so no, okay. no, no, no. So That's in Toronto, Toronto that means you can Toronto finish thing. it. Okay, you can kill it. You can I kill guess my he didn't. I guess he didn't understand that. Okay. So he was like, "Be original. Like, what you gonna do?" And I was like, "No, I didn't. I didn't mean kill you. Like, I'm, I'm a little worried now. I don't know what you have on you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What you gonna do?" So Biggie just stepped in. He didn't have yeah. any of that. He just slapped it out of his hand, and mm-hmm. it got, it got crazy. And then there was almost a fight. So. And almost every night I go out, especially on Hollywood. Some, some kind of drama? Some kind of crazy stuff happened. I saw some guy get pepper sprayed. He tried to okay. run away, and then he stopped because he couldn't see. Mm-hmm. It was wild. So it's, it, That stuff doesn't happen in Toronto. I see. For sure. 
What do your parents think about your future career aspirations? Like, did you go to school and you're doing, you, you know, decided to take a break? How, how, yeah, you know, I went to, that? I got, I got accepted to university for at Ryerson in Toronto uh, and mm -hmm. did that for like a year. And then I just, I just was like, I can't keep saying that I like, you know, music, mm -hmm. music is it. And I'm just going to take a shot at it. Um, mm -hmm. And luckily, like my parents are supportive. I mean, my mom's a teacher, so yeah. like, she's like, yeah, like, go ahead. But like, really, she wants me to graduate and mm -hmm. get like, you know, but I think now she's seen it really work and she's seen it uh, like build slowly. So she's, all right. she's all in, she's super happy for me. So is my dad. So it's been, it's been supportive. Dope. Yeah. hundred okay. percent. I'm, I'm grateful for that. Awesome. You finished the saga with your father uh, when you were there for the European tour. Did you have a chance to meet up with your pops? Yeah, I did. I, okay. well, I was in London for a week mm. um, prior, and that was crazy. Like, it's so hard to explain uh, the lifestyle that my family over there lives, or at least like my, my my father and and his sister and stuff. But basically, um, they have this hotel that my my grandfather is a um, or was he's, he's no longer alive but he was a holocaust survivor mm. um and the uh foundation he he like was able to escape and like um some charity foundation gave him like 50 grand like way back then and he bought this hotel or like this building and made it into a hotel mm -hmm. um and so that side of my family like lived there forever they all lived at mm -hmm. the hotel this and is now, in London. This is in London. Wow, okay. Um, and the hotel is no longer running, but like mad drug addicts live in the hotel. Mm -hmm. Like so it's, it's like, like a, it's like it's a, a trap house. It's crazy. Like it's like a scary movie. Like okay. you have to see it to like understand what it is. Like mm -hmm. I swear there's ghosts in that motherfucker and I don't even believe in that shit. Okay. So it's no longer <clears throat> functioning as so a it's hotel. It's no longer functioning, but there's like people living there. Like the day it's like slum slum, you know what I mean? It's like, it's a, like yeah. bad. It's like okay. Real bad. Okay. The day I got, when I was just over there, I was like dealing with a bunch of family shit as well. Like somebody spray painted a swastika in there and Damn. like wrote burn and shit like that. Like well, when I when, when I was there, you were like you were telling people that we were gonna go there or something, and then yeah. every like I didn't know about they freaked it. Out. Everyone was like, like no, 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 don't no, go no, there. no, we're not going yeah, there. We're not. Nobody like, like, like nobody like it's yeah. crazy. Okay. Nobody wants to go there. Um, so that's where you had your reunion with your dad. So that's where <laughs> I had my reunion with my dad. Wow. Um, he like walked down the fucking stairs the first time, so I'm like, oh, and I son playing the guitar and shit, <laughs> just like out of his mind. Um, but so that wasn't like the best reunion with him. But um, after tour, I went back to London to work and and to do some family stuff as well. Um, actually, helped my dad get clean, uh, so he's doing well. He's mm -hmm. still clean. Um, and we're just rebuilding. We're re rebuilding our relationship, and it's actually it's, it was it was pretty cool to spend that time with him. And right. like it was tough as fuck to help him out and like get to that point. Mm -hmm. um, but it's you know it's a good feeling to help him. But like that was some of the crazy shit I ever seen going back there again, right. and like having to like just it was it was wild to help him get sober after being an addict for so long. Wow. Yeah. So. Good to hear though that you guys. Yeah, yeah, no, it's good, and yeah. yeah, I'm comfortable talking about it. It's, it was just, it's like so hard to explain. Yeah, if yeah, it's like a movie. There's, it, it's no bro, joke. The, that hotel is like a mm. movie. There needs to be a movie on that shit. It's mm. wild. It's so wild. What's it called? The Clear Lake. The Clear Lake. The movie Lake. The I Clear mean, Lake Hotel. Yeah. 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 So people in London, if you say like, oh, the Clear Lake, they'd probably know yeah. Where before that, that is. shit is gone, because yeah. it's about to be like blown up. Mm -hmm. Thank God, that thing should not be there anymore. Okay. Go look at the Clear Lake. That shit is wild. Okay.
All right, what kind of projects do we have to look forward to from you guys? Um, I am currently working on my first full studio album, so I'm not sure when it will be out. Yeah. I'm taking my time with it. I'm okay. really excited about what I already have okay. uh, done for it, yeah. but um, I don't want to rush it. Uh, I'm definitely going to be putting out singles and, and stuff like that throughout the next couple of months. Okay. Um, but music, I, music I, videos, too, to go with some of those singles? Oh, uh, to go with, I, I don't know if to go with these, but the, mm -hmm. there will definitely be... Um, videos for singles off the album okay but i'm gonna be putting out stuff that that won't be on the album okay um so i'm hoping to get that out by summertime okay so but this will be your first studio album be it'll my be first available on what itunes everything everything yeah. everything okay it'll be my first full studio album so i, I put out a couple of eps but this this will be a good a good body of work like a, a lot more songs than i've ever put out at once before um you have a working title for it I have a few, but I don't want to give any away yet because okay. I don't I don't know what I'm right. I don't know what which one okay. it's going to be. Yet. Give us a little hint of the the type of music that we can expect from that album. Um, because I know you've been experimenting and doing some yeah. you know broadening your your tastes and yeah. your style. Yeah, it's definitely got some of the influences from the old shit. Okay. Um, but I think we talked about this last time. Um, I'm just like in a happier space, right? Than I was than I was before. Mm -hmm. Um, but don't be scared to anybody who likes my sad ass music. Uh, definitely my time in London and stuff like that sure. helped me write some dope ass Some songs of those experiences are in there. That are, yeah, definitely. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's why I started making music in the first place was yeah. to be able to talk about my life and my experiences right. while I'm here. Um, and so there's definitely some shit for, for everybody on okay. there. But I'm, I'm, I'm making some bangers too this time around. Okay. I'm like, yeah, some shit, yeah, that, yeah. some shit to get everybody dancing. And then Sick. 12 a.m. Yeah. His project's coming out soon. Yeah, yeah. I got I got the uh, the project is coming out real soon. I think we're just finding the date in the next like few days. So I'm super stoked, uh, super stoked because it's finally coming out real soon. Yeah, okay. um, and it's called the After Party, okay. um, and it's just an it's an EP. Uh, it's eight songs. Mm -hmm. We got a uh, three videos for it, mm -hmm. um, and yeah, we're just gonna put it out in a couple months, maybe even a month. Okay. And uh, from there, I'm actually working right now on the. Uh, the next project okay um but yeah so i'm just stoked on getting my first project out and just okay. seeing seeing the response and just right. just having something you know i've always wanted to have like a project out so okay stoked. what's the best way for your fans to engage with you uh social media so yeah. like twitter instagram yeah you're, big, you're heavy on twitter like jez is as well yeah like i okay. love using twitter um i love using instagram too yeah. uh i just i don't use facebook as much it's just mm -hmm. because the app isn't that great sure. to, i mean they gotta they gotta fix that like the okay. the the like page or the the page. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, it's not a good app to use. So I, I'm not on there a lot. So definitely Twitter, Snapchat too is actually. You know what? I like I love Snapchat because mm. it's cool to see people uh, engage with me on Snapchat uh, and like post videos of them like listening to my music or just like you know anything just talking to me. So right. and I'm definitely I love engaging with people. So I'm always responding. I'm never okay. You know, not responding. So and they can yeah. find you at 12 a.m. What's the what's the idea behind that? By the way. Um. Yeah. They can find me at I love 12 a.m. All one word. Uh, okay through everything through twitter instagram soundcloud mm -hmm. um the idea behind it it's it's cool because i do all, all my mixing and mastering um and some production too so when i was recording vocals uh there was this preset in logic it was a reverb it makes your voice sound like kind of distant it was called the midnight plate okay and the the music is like very dark but but also light at the same time and that's what 12 a.m is it's like you go out and you start your night at 12 a.m. and the city's lit up, but it's the darkest time. So, uh, so the whole theme of it, especially with the after party, is just party music, 
but there's also some sad music, anything, any type of feeling you would have during like 12 a.m. to when you wake up, you right. know what I mean? So there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of uh, relationship issues, sex, drugs, all that stuff, all the stuff you'd find uh, when you go out. Uh, that's definitely the music. So mm -hmm. there's, yeah, there's a lot of that stuff. Okay. So how, how, how much longer are you going to be in uh, L.A. for? Uh, a couple more weeks. A yeah. couple more weeks. Okay. Yeah. So where should uh, your fans, uh, both of you guys, start looking for you? Because I, I rarely get the Twitter tweet from you guys saying, hey, you know, I'm here, you know, help yeah. me out. Yeah, yeah you know. that's, that's a rare one. I, the yeah. only time I really do that is yeah. when I'm promoting, like, when we DJ at Black. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Or else y'all going to have to find me in my crib because mm -hmm. I'm tired as hell yeah, after tour and everything. So yeah, I just, like, still recovering. Stay, yeah. I, I'm in the, studio, in the studio right. playing soccer okay. or in the crib at the moment. I'm not, I haven't been been going out, but all of February I'll be DJing at Black every Friday night. Okay, yeah. Um, and for for me, mm -hmm. if you just hit me up, yep, <laughs> I'll tell you where. Twelve ahead. There we go. Twelve ahead. Yeah. He's a young guy, man. Yeah. He's here in LA, I'm, enjoying his, the now, beginning bro. of his career, having yeah. a great time. So yeah, if, yeah, if you want to hang out with me, yeah, LA coffee, fans. yeah, we'll go to Verb. That's that's a pretty list. There we go. Verb. There you go. Okay, so we got it. You heard it here, right? There you go. Yeah, old man Jez with me, right? Yeah, yeah, we're sleeping, right? But you know, still DJing at Black. Right for the yeah 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 for yeah. the month he, of February. He only plays like old music. Black gets me out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got it, got it. All right, you hear it here, fans. So thanks again for joining us on the Urban Pitch Podcast once again. Jez, you are in the house at 12 a.m. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.